I'm Lauren. And I'm Sasha. And welcome to Popcorn Fort. Popcorn Fort, our badly explained movie podcast. This week, I believe you're starting us off, right? I am starting us off, which is terrifying, but we'll see how we go. You know what I really hate? What do you really hate? Well, like, you know how, like, all phones, when they take a photo now, they make the noise because privacy issues. Mm -hmm. But then you're watching a TV show, and then, like, the cop's like, I must take a sneaky pic. Yes. But then the phone goes, pachunk! And, and nobody notices. Nobody somehow. notices. I'm like, come on, guys. Yes. You've been conditioned. You should know. I wonder if, like, s- professionally sneaky people have a thing. Professionally sneaky people. <laughs> like cops and spies and mm. shit. So it's a phone silencer. Have have phone silencers. They I can probably just, like, unlock their phones. Like, they have hacked so. modes. Or they've got, like, better technology than a phone camera. Nah. Oh, nah. 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 It's, that's probably not it at all. It's nah. probably fine. It's probably fine. Do you remember in Playgrounds the, um, okay, it was a new thing. It came in when I was around, like, eight years old. Mm-hmm. And it was suddenly in all the parks everywhere where it was, like, a wibbly pole. Yes. And then there's, like, a little platform. And, and you, you could go spin. out and in and you go faster and yes. slower. Yes. And there's different poles. Some have more wibbles, some more yeah. straight. Yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of brand of, like, real fancy Playgrounds that were yes. all kind of the same. Mm-hmm. I think they must have all come from the same company because they had, like, different, like, some of them had different bits. So, obviously, like, yeah. you could buy a pack and put whatever bits you wanted into it. Mm, but they all had, like, the same color palettes and the same yeah. plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same kind of strange, like... Apple aesthetic. Mm, and then, like, all the, like, spiderweb nets were really I in. I love the spider... Like, not, not the flat spiderweb nets, no, but the... The, the vertical 3D teepee. ones. Yes. yes. And, like, they'd have occasional, like, discs and balls. Mm-mm. Ah, childhood. Remember how big and exciting McDonald's playgrounds used to be? Yes, you'd get trapped in the maze. Yes. Or, like, you go to, like, a... You probably didn't have... Ours was called Crazy Maze. I think I've been to one. Is it, like, lots of separate little mini cubes that have been joined together to make different mazes that are several layers tall? I don't know about the cubes, but it was basically, like, the the kind of mazy bits of McDonald's playgrounds, Mm. but, like, a whole warehousey room full of it. Yes. And ball pits everywhere and shit. So many ball pits. Do you remember having, like, (laughs) birthday parties in McDonald's? I... I remember a couple, yes. They were never that exciting. Oh, no. Yeah. Or at um, the bowling laser tag places. Yes. Oh, our school did, like, my high school, one of the sports it offered was bowling. <laughs> so I'm me so and jealous. my friends just did that because we didn't like sports. And we're like, well, what if we just hung out and did bowling with each other as a subject? As a subject. Our fun one was, like, rollerblading. Yeah, there's so not. Good. I get we 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 weren't really allowed to leave the school because mm. it was kind of out whoop whoop a little bit. Yeah, so rollerblading. Fortunately, fortunately, it was bad because I like roller. Well, yeah, like you were saying, we should go rollerblading. We should go rollerblading. I should get some rollerblades. Although, and this will date us on the podcast, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we have to be aware we may be quarantined for two weeks. This is possible. Yes. Yes. Oh well. Oh well. All right. Sasha, I'm going to tell you about The Dark Tower, which was made in 2017 in America, as you might imagine. Mm. Um, So how we're going to do this is I'm going to tell you a few things about the movie and you're going to see if you can predict some kind of plot. So The Dark Tower was made in 2017 in America Mm -hmm. and my content tags for this are somehow all at once... High fantasy, western, and cyberpunk. Oh. <laughs> okay, so, The Dark Tower. Uh-huh. This is what I already know about it. Okay. 
Um, I think it was originally a book written by Stephen King. Um, I'm still I'm... going to give you anything. No, fuck. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to agree with anything that you're saying. Okay, you don't need to agree <laughs> at me maniacally while I speak. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so I think it was a book written by Stephen King, and it's been adapted into a film, so it's going to have some sort of, like, generic Hollywood rewriting. Mm-hmm. So I think what's going to ha- And I know Idris Elba's in it, okay? Okay. My heart says Idris Elba's there. Mm-hmm. And I did tell you, I was listening to a podcast a few weeks back, uh-huh. and um, one of the hosts was like, by the way, let me tell you about the Dark Tower. And, like, I skipped. I kept skipping, and, like, every 30 seconds he'd be like, and then, so at the end of it, and I'd skip. And then, but I know in the context of their conversation, they were talking about, like, Groundhog Day. So, what I think happens is that Idris Elba lives in a parallel universe. Mm -hmm. And there's a tower there. Mm -hmm. And this is, like, a cyberpunk future sci-fi world, but he has guns, Uh because he's a gunslinger. Uh And in our world, there's a young lad, because it's always a young lad. Of course. And he falls into a portal into this um, dark tower world. Uh-huh. And Idris Elba's like, you lad, you're a lad. Therefore, you're the hero of this story. Our world is stuck in an endless time loop. And, and only with you, young lad, can we save the apocalypse. Because it's some sort of like Planet of the Apes shit. Oh, of course. And then so there must be like time traveling cops. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> So Idris Elba there always is. There always is. Idris Elba probably has like this special tower that like protects the sanctity of like the universe because uh-huh. it's you know it's the force. Uh-huh. And if the force is disturbed, then the world will collapse. I see. As will all parallel dimensions. Uh huh. There might be like five Idris Elbas. I think there should be, be multiple. <laughs> and so he and his clones and the lad uh-huh. must go and fight the time cops. Five dads. Five dads. Five dads. Five dads. <laughs> yes. They um. <laughs> They go fight the time cops, uh-huh. and then the lad learns a valuable lesson in friendship and single parenthood, uh-huh. and he gets a plucky dog. He gets a plucky dog. How does it end, Sasha? How does it end? <laughs> so, um, it turns out Idris Elba was evil all along, <gasps> and by using the, the innocent naivety of the youthful lad, uh-huh. he can now destroy Earth, taking the life force of Earth and revitalizing his home planet, repairing it, and then Plucky Labs is like, you have betrayed me! And Yudas was like, I never loved you. And then Plucky Lad defeats him and somehow. And a sequel. Well, we just leave it open for a oh, sequel. Oh, we leave it open for totally, a sequel totally. where, where the Plucky Lad now becomes the guardian of the Dark Tower in this deadly world ah. and he's stuck there uh-huh. and it's gonna be like he's stuck there for 500 years until a new Plucky Lad and it's one of those, you know, like, you become the thing you hate. I want to see that movie. <laughs> Thank you. That movie you've described, because that's not the movie that I watched. Oh. <laughs> Was I close at all? Well, some bits, yes, you were surprisingly close. We'll uh-huh. get into it, because, I mean, it's generic fantasy. Some things are going to be the, the mm. same in everything in this post-Matrix world. Ah, uh, yeah. You know? Mm. So, yes, it's, it's based on a Stephen King book. Mm-hmm. Which, so it's full of wank, as you might imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's apparently, like, chock full of Easter eggs to, like, all these other books and, like, all the dark... Like, it, it, was, a, it was a series of, like, eight books. Oh. I think. And they, I, like, put it in one movie? I don't think so. I know nothing about this. I just, like, I skimmed the IMDb article before uh, we yeah. recorded. Mood. But, like, yeah, I, I, I feel like it's based on, like, the very first book or, or maybe it's, like, a... A sequel to a bit of it. Anyway, it's it's part of the story. Yeah. But they've like also rewritten and condensed it a bit, so it's just its own thing. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but like, like, there's all these Easter eggs in it to like all the Dark Tower books because there's a lot more bullshit happening in there, and like all of Stephen King's other stories that I don't care about. So yeah. I'm not going to talk about that. That's fair because I don't give a shit about Stephen King. That's fair. <laughs> but yes, also apparently the other trivia point I have is that it it had. It had poor test screenings initially, <laughs> so they fixed this by paying $6 million to do reshoots to add more Idris Elba to the story. I mean, <laughs> are they wrong? They are not wrong. I could improve any film with mm. like a generous application of Idris Elba, just like sprinkle Except for maybe Cats. Yeah, we don't, probably don't want more of Idris Elba in Cats. We already had too much Idris Elba. I haven't seen it, but all I know is that he is somehow more naked than anyone else. Yes, yes. It's because all the other cats are, fluff, are, mm. are fluffier, and yeah. he's somehow... He, his, his fur is very short, so it doesn't really look like he's got fur. He's just kind of got a bodysuit on. Yeah, he's like, like a, he's like a weird, brown, slightly sh- shiny... Lauren, we're not here on. for Cats! <laughs> Sorry, my trauma just... My trauma it just came, came back. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We begin. Mm-hmm. Spooky music. Mm. A, cor- a, a choir is singing. There's text on screen. A tower stands at the center of the universe, protecting us from darkness. It is said that the mind of a child can bring it down. Ah. Ta-da! The title, The Dark Tower, is happening. Bois. You know the big movie bois? <laughs> oh, the movie bois. You know, the movie bois. The movie bois. It's got a name, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah, right. the movie bois. So there's like a there's like a playground. All these happy children are playing. Everything suspiciously idyllic. Mm. You know, everyone's far too happy. Um, and then there's like big alarms, and everyone's got like a watch that's beeping. And oh. it's like it's real like kind of dystopian like young adult fiction. Yeah. And uh, camera swings around. There's like a big black pyramid compound at the other side of the playground, and they all kind of walk zombie like towards it. Oh what? A compound? Oh no. Oh okay. Well, I'm just so used to the movies where like the big black pyramid is the alien spaceship that descends. Oh no no. It's it's a building. Oh, it's just a building that's it's there. It's a building. It's it's not like it's not quite a pyramid. It's like a pyramid with the top cut off. Oh, that's sort of like Aztecian. Yeah, it's like a weird kind of cyberpunk, coal punk kind of fantasy cool. look. And this is just at a playground. How big is it? It's, it's as it's, big as our blanket fort. No, oh. it's 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 a really big building. Like they're kind of they're they're in like a big kind of village green kind of okay. square thing surrounded by like cookie cutter houses uh. that are all exactly the same. And then at the other end of the the mm. space, there's this massive compound. Okay, and they're all walking towards it. So obviously something's going on. Yeah. Uh, yes, and then, like, the camera zooms out and you see kind of the compound in the park and all these identical houses and they're on top of, like, this big mesa. Yeah. You know, like, the big flat mountain. Oh, the flat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there are, like, there's two moons in the sky, so it's like, ah, oh, fantasy is happening. Excellent. Because there's two moons, and that's how that works. They and could then, have built a second moon. They could have. It's been known to happen. It's been known to happen. <laughs> and then we're inside the compound and there's all this, like, cyberpunk tech operated by adults and like one guy with the face of a rat for some reason and another guy like his face is falling off a little bit <laughs> we'll, we'll find out more about that okay later. so it is addressed it's it's addressed yes okay but like initially you're like wow something sure is happening i hope they talk about this <laughs> don't like that but okay <laughs> yes yes um, and the kids are all, like putting the big metal chairs and they're restrained and there's a big crackly orb in the middle and and then all the kids start screaming and a big like beam of fire shoots up out of the the compound. <laughs> so it's Monsters Inc. It's a bit Monsters Inc. But like they they they've got like head things on, so obviously oh, okay. something's like being sucked out of the kids, right? 
screams like, the fire beam <laughs> screams screams absolutely yeah and then you see like a big massive rocky black tower taller than the clouds and the fire beam hits it oh yeah and like bits fall off it and then uh you see new york like from the sky and mm-hmm. like darkness starts falling over new york and then you like pan up into the clouds and they're all glowing red and there's demonic figures and then some kid wakes up in his bedroom. Ah, uh, <laughs> ye old random child. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm um, going to wager he's our protagonist. You would be correct in that. Wow. Yes, yes. He's like, a no, 12. Of he's, he's 12. Generic 12-year-old boy because he's a protagonist. It's true. That's, he just he looks like a looks like a protagonist, my dude. I don't know <laughs> what else to tell you. He's got them uh, main character vibes. He's got them them good good main character vibes. All right, so the kid wakes up in his bedroom. There's an earthquake happening, mm. but he looks out the window and like the city is completely normal and there's no fantasy bullshit happening. It's just an earthquake. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then at some point, like he's cleaning up his room and he looks up and there's like a picture of him and his dad and sad music plays. So we assume his dad's dead. <laughs> Ah, oh, papa. Ah, oh, papa. Yes. Like it's all it, protagonists need at least one dead parent. They do. That's how, you know, they're protagonists. Yeah. You know? Like Listen folks, if you're lacking a parent, <laughs> you're a protagonist. If you dye your hair at a ridiculous colour and you're lacking a parent. Ah oh, damn. You might get superpowers. I'll work on that. You, you, you have to kill one of your parents, Sasha. It's the only way. That's the villain subplot. <laughs> Someone else has to kill one of your parents? I will do this for you. You really are a good friend. I'll just, I'll I'll begin your transformation into the the protagonist that the world doesn't deserve. It's true, they don't deserve the one it needs right now. I will be, what kind of protagonist would I be? I... Other, I don't know. I don't know the categories. Can I shoot sharks from my hand? That seems like... I, I feel like that's the kind of power you need to have a basis for. Like you, like one of your parents needed to die in a shark-related accident. Oh, okay. If I could say one of your parents <laughs> needed to be a shark. Like, hmm, can't do much about that. <laughs> yes. Okay. You were raised by sharks, you know, and therefore you can shoot sharks out of your hand. That's that tracks. how that works. Nature versus nurture, babe. Nature versus nurture. Absolutely. Okay, talk right. to me. All right, um, we're in the kitchen, the, the news reports are like, there's earthquakes all over the world, no mm. one knows why this is happening. The kid's like, drawing his dream, uh, his mum's like, don't don't forget your psych appointment this evening, his stepdad is there, he's a dick about it. Wait, yes. okay, <laughs> the way this is phrased makes me feel like she's like, ah, oh, my 12-year-old son, <laughs> yes. you just go off to the psychiatrist on your own, I'm not going to take you. You're an individual yes. adult. That is what. That's seems... bad parenting. It's it, yeah. The psych doesn't appear to be attached to the school. He goes to it later. But yeah, he just. I mean, he's he's like a twelve year old in New York. He just kind of like catches the subway by himself and shit. Oh great! Yeah, no, let's yeah, send yeah. this twelve year old with like psychological trauma mm. on his own mm. on the subway mm. in New York. Mm. She'll be right, mate. Turns out he's no. not right. Oh. <laughs> Oh, but that's more because of fantasy bullshit than because of his his psych shit. I think trying to go to an appointment <laughs> is trauma enough. That's fair. That's fair. He's trying to navigate a city, you know. These are terrible parents. You grew up in 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 a big city, didn't you? Like catch the bus by yourself and shit. But I was like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Listen, I was coming from suburbia. Uh huh. And it was fine uh-huh. because I didn't go through the city. I just oh, went through several course. different oh, suburbs. I don't know New York. He might not be in the city itself. I can't. I cannot tell. Maybe he's in, in New, New York. York State. I don't know what no. the difference is. I, yeah, no, me neither. I mean, I assume one's a state and one's a city. You, you'd probably be right. 
so yeah, his his stepdad presumably his stepdad is there, and he's a dick about the kid having to go to the psych appointment. Why can't you just repress your trauma like the rest of pretty us? Pretty much, pretty much, because he's a stepdad to the to a, to a protagonist, so he can't be a nice person. That's, mm. that's illegal. It's true. Yeah, and then we're back in the kid's bedroom, and he hangs his drawing of his dream on his spooky drawing wall. <laughs> And it's it's all like imagery from this other world he's been dreaming about. Okay. And like you know the some cheekbones guy who turns up in a cheekbones dream. guy cheekbones guy who is like Maleficent cheekbones or no just regular cheekbones but like 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 actor cheekbones you know. Actor cheekbones. <laughs> I do enjoy some actor cheekbones. Absolutely, absolutely. Who you know dresses all in black and oh. one would assume is some kind of villainous. Oh. <laughs> well then Villainous presence in these dreams Yep He goes to school He gets bullied a bit He just straight up like Punches out a bully It's great Is this kid buff? No He's like a skinny little protagonistman Okay But he's just but like like a, a bully's like He takes his notebook He's like Oh you're a crazy kid And then the kid's just like <laughs> Who would know? Bullies on the ground, kids punching him in the face. I'm like, good for you, my dude. (laughs) Also, bully, you should have foreseen this happening. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's just leaning into his crazy at this point. So, like, you know, good on him. Fair. Good on him. Uh, He goes to the psych appointment. Um, He's like, oh, they're not dreams. I'm not crazy. In my dreams, this tower is being destroyed. And if it's destroyed, the whole universe is going to be darkness and fire. And the psych's like, this is a metaphor for the loss of your father. (laughs) (laughs) And the kid's like, no, I don't think so. I think think there's some fantasy bullshit going on. And the psych's like, no, no, your dad died in darkness and fire. And I'm like, what the fuck, psych? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me? He's like, no, 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 the words you're using, this is definitely a metaphor. The kid's like, no, I don't think so. Also, please stop reminding me about this. Did I tell you that your dad died? <laughs> he died in darkness and fire. I just... It's fine. Great, it's fine. It's fine. Yep. And then the kid goes out in the street and he sees one... He, like, so, so in his dream, the guy whose skin was falling off, like all the people were like that, but like some of them, it won't, wasn't literally falling off. They just they all had like this like neck scar, okay, in a certain shape. Mm. And so he goes out in the street and he sees a guy with a neck scar in the same shape, oh. and he's like, "Oh shit, it's one of the evil dudes from my dream." And then some homeless guy is like, "Ah, kids, you know they steal special kids like you for your mind powers." How does this homeless man know? (laughs) We'll get to that. Oh, okay. And the kid's like, I don't know who I'm more scared of. I'm getting on this bus now. (laughs) Oh, oh, me too, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And he goes back home and the parents are like, so we've been contacted by the school and there's this clinic upstate that we'd like to send you to. And they, they contacted the school and they're like, we've got all these free treatments. Send us all your troubled kids. We're definitely not suspicious in the least. Oh, no, I We're trust We're just going to take all your children away. Just the troubled ones, though. You know, the ones with, like, strange dreams and things like that. No, 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 that's just The ones example. you wouldn't miss. The ones you wouldn't miss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We do, like, dream therapy or whatever. <laughs> we will fix your children We will for fix you. your children. And, and, and protagonists. We won't send back clones. That's it. And the kids' parents are like, this sounds great. It's free. Let's send our troubled child to this. See, you know, people really are always like, clinic. oh, it's free. I don't trust it. It's a scam. Oh, you'll take my child? She'll be right. Yeah, yeah. Shake her off. 
Listen, we want to get rid of this kid. He's got a wall of spooky drawings. Like, something's going off. Yep. White people. White people. Uh, and then there's a little scene in his bedroom and he's reading a newspaper clipping and it turns out his dad died in a gas explosion because he was a firefighter trying to save people. So, like, the psych was right, but also... My man. shouldn't have phrased it like that. <laughs> hmm. Yes. I don't think this man has a degree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, he had a really nice office. He was like big New York psychiatrist. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. And then we have some more dreams, and there's like a destroyed village, and Cheekbone Man taunts mm. the dying guy and like has fire in his hand, so he's got some fantasy bullshit going on as well. And then Idris Elba turns up. Yay! And he's there with his dad in the woods, and Cheekbone Man turns up, and he's like to Idris' dad, stop breathing, and then <laughs> dad stops breathing, and he dies. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> hey, Lauren, stop breathing. Well, you don't have the powers of cheekbone, man. If I can't talk. <laughs> Maybe you'll be able to tell people to stop breathing and they will. Okay. Yep. So Idris' dad dies, but he's like, ah, Idris, I see you can resist my magics. We shall meet again. Ha <laughs> ha Flies off into the mist or whatever. Does he like Superman fly? No, he just walks off, but like in a villainous way. <laughs> Oh no, I forgot to bring my motorbike with me. I'm gonna just wander this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. He wanders off and Idris like pulls out his gun and shoots him and then he catches the bullet. Says something villainous, I don't remember. And then the, everything goes black and the voiceover is like, so the man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed. Yes, he is a gunslinger. Yes, you were right about that. I was right. <laughs> yes. So they... They keep referring to, like, like, like Cheekboneman is the man in black and he's also got another name, like an actual name, and Idris is, like, the gunslinger and he's also got a real name and mm. everything, but, you know, whatever. Um, oh, and, and then at the end of the dream, there's, like, a house and that's it. And then the kid wakes up and he's like, oh, that was Idris's house. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Idris, you're here. Yes, he obviously lives here in New York, so I guess that's just one of those things you know in dreams. I mean, yeah. 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 And but but yeah, it's like kid wakes up and he, he he gets on like Reddit or whatever and he's like He gets on Reddit? He doesn't get it actually he gets on like you know, it's it was no, it was made in like twenty seventeen, wasn't it? He he gets on one of those generic movie websites yeah, yeah, that's like, like findthings.com yeah. or something and he's like he, he, he draws a picture of the house and he's like does anyone know where this is it's in New York mm. um, you know like like a like a protagonist he, yeah he does the smart thing but then the people from the clinic are there in the living room and they're far too cheerful so you know that they're villainous mm. and the kid's like you guys have uh, interesting neck scars there sure are <laughs> some are mum do you want to Come to my room and help me pack. (laughs) And he's like, mum, oh my god. Like, he's visibly terrified. Yeah. And he's trying to tell his mum what's going on. And his mum's like, oh, shit, maybe we shouldn't send our kid away if he's this scared Mm. of this thing. Because, you know, I'm a nice person. Perhaps a decent mother at heart? Yeah, yeah. Like, even if I don't believe his fantasy bullshit... Maybe I shouldn't send him to a place that terrifies him, obviously. I mean, that would be a good, like, thing to do as a parent. But then the stepdad comes in and is like, we're sending him. And the mum's like, oh, I have no backbone. (laughs) Fair. Yep. Not fair. Terrible parents. It's bad. Um, But it's all right because the kid's smarter than that and he, like, kind of sees over his mum's shoulder that the internet has told him which suburb the house is in. Ah, excellent. And he, like 
packs his shit and he's like, I'm going to go into the bathroom and get my toothbrush and then like escapes out the window. Nice. And one of the skin people like goes out the window and just starts climbing up the wall after him. And there's like a whole rooftop chase scene. Okay. And like both the kid and the skin man have obviously done this before because they're really good at it. <laughs> like I don't know how long this kid's been climbing over roofs in New York City, but like... He's got some serious. Yeah, like, yeah. He like climbs up the drain pipe and he run and he like jumps over gaps in the buildings and he like does the thing where you go off onto like a a, a fabric shade bit and oh, yeah. rolls off onto the like it's a whole thing. There's like seven stuntmen there, mm. you know. So I guess that happens, but he escapes the the skin man eventually because he like goes down into the subway and then just comes out a different exit. From the subway. Okay. And they think he's taken a train. Right. So it's fine. So he escapes and he goes and finds the house and it's all derelict and there's like graffiti on the wall that says all hail the Crimson King, which is never explained in the movie. Apparently in the books it's a whole thing, but like... But we won't touch on we that. We won't touch that, but yeah, there's... yeah. Like, it, it just, like, there's... It, the, the thing keeps panning over it mm. and like you think it's going to be a plot point and then no Crimson King is ever mentioned. <laughs> Yeah. So kids wandering through this derelict house and like occasionally the camera pans away and like the floorboards are moving by themselves. Yeah. It's probably fine. Don't worry about it. Well, <laughs> you know, the rats. And the rats. The rats, they do this. And then like there's like cyberpunk tech and there's like a computer in the wall and it's like, where would you like to go? And in, in like part of one of his dreams, like there was this number that kept flashing up. So he puts the number in and the computer's like, ah, oh, destination, midworld. One way destination. And the kid's like, let's go. <laughs> I'm already fucked here. One way, let's leave immediately. And like, there's a whole wall portal that happens. Oh, yeah. Um, and he like chucks a shoe in first because he's a smart boy. And then the floorboards attack him. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know. Yeah, like this is, the, 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 like all the splintery floorboards kind of come up and form like a big wormy thing. Okay. That like attacks him and like, like surrounds him. Mm. And then he he is like yelling and shit, and then he says stop, stop, very loudly, and then the floorboards collapse. Ah, <laughs> the powers. The powers, yes. So we've got some protagonist powers turning up, and then he runs off through the portal, and then he's in a rocky desert, like a big, it's a big rocky desert, and there's like two moons in the sky, and there's like these tornadoes that go sideways. And oh. <laughs> Wait, so do they have a beginning and an end to these tornadoes? They start on the ground like a regular tornado. Like the top and bottom are like a regular tornado, but then okay. the middle goes sideways. So it like zigzags off? It's a zigzaggy tornado. It's a good, one of them lightning bolt tornadoes, you know? That's pretty. And so you know it's fantasy. It's pretty fantasy. <laughs> um, yeah, so like kid goes through a portal after being attacked by the floorboards into like an inhospitable desert that for all he knows is endless. And he's like, this is good. It's all real. <laughs> this is fine. This is good. No, this is this is ideal because now I know I'm not crazy. And I'm like, child, you have better things to worry about. You have three days till you die. <laughs> Son, find a water source, find yeah, some shelter. Yeah. He's, he's shockingly unconcerned about the fact that he's literally in a desert. I mean, he's 12. It's true. He probably didn't have basic survival training. He does live in New York. I don't think they're equipped for desert. They're probably not. Yeah. And we cut to like the the Mesa compound and like the skin folk are like reviewing candidates on Earth. Oh yeah. And like, you know, there's like pictures of all these different kids. 
and then cheekbones like portals in and they're like sir there's an unauthorized crossing from keystone earth and then cheekbones is like well i better get on that and portals out again and that's all we see for a bit so do you think he's the boss or is he like a high-ranking minion at this point it seems like he's the boss okay yes because mm. everyone else is like a, a skinman or a rat faceman, and he's like, I think he's played by someone mildly famous that I don't care about. There's three kinds of people <laughs> in the world: ratmen, skinmen, <laughs> and cheekbonemen. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And Idris Elba is special. Yes, he's the exception. Yes. No, he's 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 got that real arrogant big boss kind of thing about him. Okay, so like he'd have his own theme music. Totally, totally. Okay. Yeah, so it's fairly clear like he's in charge. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then we're back in the desert, and it's the night time now. The kid turned up in the daytime, so it's been like a decent amount of time, and the kid sees like a light on a distant mountain, and then it like cuts immediately to the daytime, and he's like clambering up a mountainside. So I don't know how fucking long this child has been walking. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, the mountain he can parkour good. <laughs> the mountain was like on the horizon. Yeah, it was night. Like he, like he, he turned up in the day, and then it cut to night. So like, obviously, the night had just started. Yeah, like he, he must have just walked all night to this mountain. Like minimum, like ten hours walking. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I guess that's just never addressed. We will not talk about how this child is apparently, like, invincible. <laughs> no. Like, yeah. There's some fantasy bullshit later, but, like, nothing that could give him actual physical powers. Mm. So, it's fine. He's just like that. He's just like that. He's His like dad that. was a fireman. His dad was a fireman. It's genetic. It is genetic. Yes, yes. So, he turns up on the top of a mountain and there's a, you know, a smouldering fire and a full water flask and a gun to his head. Nice. <laughs> and he is turns around and Idris is here. Nice. Yes. And there's a whole little scene where the kid's, like, trying to explain all the dreams he's had because he dreamt about Idris as well. And he's like, I found you, blah, blah, blah. I've been dreaming about all this shit. You know, you fought the man in black. And just like, the man in black, I will hold you over a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I have some trauma. Little bit trauma, kill a child. Yes, yes. But it's all right, because the, the kid manages to convince him that he has nothing to do with the man in black, whose name is apparently Walter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Walter. Walter. Cheekbone Man, which is just a very silly name for a it villain. It is. I can't believe our butler turned evil. <laughs> yes. But it's all right, because the, the kid has nothing to do with cheekbones, so Idris adopts him immediately. And he's like, we're going to take you to some town way fucking off in the distance. Mm. And they have seers, and they'll like read your visions and tell me where cheekbones is, because I want to fight him. <laughs> Listen, it's a mood. Sometimes you just want to fight someone. I just want to fight someone. Listen... It, Idris is, is a fighty man in this movie, as in many movies. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I think that's just who he is. He does kind of have a type, yes. Mm. Yes. Back in New York, Cheekbones has turned up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like investigating the house that the kid was in. He picks up a bit of floorboard with some blood on it. And then he goes to like a, like an underground cyberpunk den Ooh. in New York. And there's like a shop full of faces. Yeah. Um, and, like, there's some leader guy there and is like, your portal was used without permission by someone who killed the house demon. Not the house demon! <laughs> Which was the floorboard thing, apparently. Oh, the house demon. Yes. And then the leader's like, it's alright, I can lick this blood and tell you who this person was. Okay. 
that the blood that was on the floorboard, and he's like, ah, oh, it was a human boy, and he has a strong shine. <laughs> he's shiny. Yeah, he's like very shiny. Like a Pokemon. Shiny. He's very shiny, like a Pokemon. No, it turns out shine means psychic power in this universe, and the kid has very strong shine, strong enough to kill a house demon, which I guess is strong. How did he kill a house demon? Didn't he just say, no? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, it's kind of implied that he, he psychic it's psych hmm. It's kind of implied. What did he do? What did he do, Lauren? <laughs> what did he do to the, the house demon? It's kind of implied that he psychic it to death. He psychicated it. He psychicated it. Okay. A, yes. So that's fine and the kid's psychic now. And I guess we're psychic all along. Okay. But just hadn't realised until he had to kill a house demon. It just it, it sounds like a domesticated demon and I enjoy that. Like a house pet. I like that. <laughs> I think I would like a domesticated demon. Yeah. He just, he lives in your floorboards. He attack and Can you domesticate demons? Like, do you have to breed them? Like, you know, dogs versus wolves. Maybe. I guess it depends on, in your universe, how demons are made. And then I feel like it brings up the question of, like, sentience and yeah. rights. Yeah, yeah, like it's the Temeraire argument, you know. Oh, it is the like Temeraire argument. Like, if dragons argument. are people and we're doing eugenics on dragons. Is this <laughs> a bad thing? What are the implications there? Yeah. yeah. Or then, like, you know, there's always all those, like, hmm. There's all these romance stories between, like, demons and the people who summon them. Uh-huh. But then there's always these all, like, weird consent issues tied around that. Oh, totally. Because, like, you've summoned them. Yeah. And they had to come. I do always enjoy the ones where it's like, they summon the demon, they're like, ho, 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 I'm now your master. You have to obey me. And the demon's like, yeet you. I'm gonna just walk out of the circle. Nice. Turns out I wasn't trapped. And this nice. is like, oh no. Consequence. <laughs> this was an honor system. And you, my friend, are dishonorable. <laughs> and we all know demons care a lot about honor. Absolutely. So now we're in a forest and with the back with the kid and Idris and the kid tries to eat some random berries like an idiot and Idris is like no they're poisonous. Everyone knows berries are poisonous. Exactly. I I guess he's in he grew up in New York again, he doesn't know how the wilderness works. But like he was so smart with the He's a twelve year old in twenty seventeen. He should have watched all the YouTubes. He should have. He should know these things. And like he was so he was so genre savvy with the portal and shit. I just I feel like he know should know better. Mm. It's fine. I'm disappointed in this yeah. protagonist. And they're like walking through like a derelict theme park. Like there's a kind ah. of fun house and there's like an abandoned roller coaster and there's like... This is in the Dark Tower world, which is all desert? This is the Dark... No, it wasn't all desert. Okay. It's like a, a regular world with different bits in. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a map. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was in a... He, he turned up in a desert and then there was... A, the camp site was on top of a mountain and then Idris is like the town is through this forest that's on the other side of the mountain. Okay. Like it's a whole actual ecosystem kind of world. It's mm. not Dune. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, so there's like this whole derelict theme park, and when they stop for the night, Idris is like, like they're looking at like a, a, you know, the skeleton of a roller coaster, and Idris is like, these ancient structures are from before the world moved on. No uh, one knows what they are. Uh, and the kid's like, ah, uh, it's a theme park. <laughs> <laughs> so it is Planet of the Apes. No, no, it's 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 a different world. They just also apparently adrenaline junkies had theme parks. I guess. It's one universal constant. Yeah, yeah. And then we, like, cut again back to New York and, like, Cheekbones is in a fast food restaurant interviewing the the people from the clinic. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where did the kid go? And he gets all that info and, like, where the kid lived. And then he's like, kill each other. And they do. 
Uh, sir. <laughs> sir, those were your employees. In the middle of a fast food restaurant. He just kind of saunters out of there while they're like grappling on the ground. This is insustainable. <laughs> I know. Weren't they getting you other children? I don't know. I just... They don't even have dental. <laughs> they don't even have dental. And we go back to the camp and Idris is like, here is some world building, young child. Ah, uh, yes. And you. like, there's there's like alternate universes and the dark towers at the middle of all the things since the beginning of time. And it like protects the universe with its powerful energy from mm-hmm. like the demons outside of the universe who are trying to get in and get us. It's real kind of like Discworld dungeon dimensions. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where like all the dragons are piled up together. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but like the only thing that's keeping up the force field between the universe and the the Mm. demon dimension is the Dark Tower. Okay. Um, and like cheekbones apparently wants to wants to tear down the tower and let all the demons in and rule a world of monsters. You know the usual. The usual. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, they're like they're, so they they are in an alternate universe to Earth, but I guess this is one that went fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Sometimes. Sometimes things, things just go fantasy. Hmm. Um. And then you do the whole kid in the chairs and fire beam thing again and you see in the camp there's like the fire beam in the sky and there's an earthquake happening and it just is like, yes, you know, the, the, the earthquakes happen when the tower is attacked and all the worlds echo each other. So all well, the earthquakes happen everywhere at once. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Uh, and then they go to sleep and then the kid wakes up in the middle of the night and there's all these whispers like, kid, kids, follow us, come into the forest. And he does. This fucking idiot! <laughs> Everyone knows you don't follow the voices. He follows the voices. Luckily, he just wakes up and follows the kid. It's I'm fine. not. <laughs> no, I'm not happy with he's this. He's an idiot. He started out a smart protagonist, and then he immediately devolved into an idiot. It's like they introduced Idris, and they're like, "Well, the brain we, cell must go." To that's him. it. That's it. We only we only have room for one smart protagonist. The budget. We didn't have enough budget for two smart protagonists. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. But like the kid follows the whispers, and there's like his dad's there, yeah, in the middle of the forest, and he's like, you know, oh hello, I'm so proud of you, you've grown up so much, whatever. And then he turns into a fiery demon portal, as dads do. You know, <laughs> that happened to me last week when I was seeing my dad, and it was it's not a good time. It's all right because guns solve every problem in this universe. You know, I've noticed that. <laughs> So it just shows up and shoots the demon portal and it just goes away. Okay, so it's a portal. It, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Is it just like a whirling it's like a spiral? It's like a, a, a patch of the air turns into like flaming, red lit, cloudy, like with shadows of demons in. Okay. So. I kind of feel like the demons are just having a continual rave party. <laughs> they are a bit, yes. Yeah, it's like, yeah! Yeah. They're just, they're just having a grand time, and they want to. They want to bring the rave to us. I think we should let them in. I think we should let them in. You're if with, you're cold, they're you're cold with too. I have cheekbones. <laughs> no, they're hot. Ooh, you're hot. They're hot too. Oh, some of them sexy demons. Bring them in. That's it. Well, they. It. it you'll, you'll. You'll enjoy this then, because it turns out that a demon got in through Ooh. the portal. It's not a sexy demon. It's like a big scorpiony, snaky thing. Oh, that could Unless be sexy. you're into that. <laughs> No, Idris is like this. Apparently, this just happens after every attack on the tower, like tears in the fabric of reality, or whatever. Oh yeah. And a demon got out, and there's a whole chase scene through an abandoned theme park. But it's right because guns solve everything, and Idris just shoots it. You it's know, fine. It's fine. Like it gets, it stabs him a little bit, but he shoots it, and it just dies because guns are guns are powerful. I suppose. Does it shoot normal bullets? Yeah. 
It's just regular. Like, bullets are rare, apparently, in this universe. Like, I, like they don't really have industry. Okay. Because it's it's a bit, like, kind of a post-apocalyptic. But they do have playgrounds. Yes, Yes. Well, it's it's the fan it's the kind of real Tolkien-esque thing where the the villains have had have gone through the industrial revolution and the okay. protagonists haven't. Right. Yeah. You know? Like the Fire Nation. Like the Fire Nation. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. So like Villainman has all this tech and the portals and stuff and mm. like the whatever the fuck the fire beam thing is. Yeah. And Idris is just living in the woods. What's it, what's he wearing? What's Idris wearing? He's got like a real steampunk western kind of thing going on. Okay. So he's got like a brownie waistcoat with like all these buckles down the front mm. and like a big black coat made of like leather or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because like back when the he, the kid first met him mm. and like he's like, oh, you know, the, the man in, you're fighting the man in black and Idris is like, the man in black. I hate him, precious. We hate the man in black like he isn't wearing a big black coat. <laughs> it just, he became the thing. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's not like, just it's like, it. you know, when a cat sees itself in the mirror and it's like, <laughs> who, who is, is that, that? cat? Why does yes. he fight me? Yes, exactly. But yeah, he's, he's, he's like a, he's like a steampunk cowboy, is Idris. Does he have a hat? He does not have a hat. You need to be able to see his beautiful face. Oh, but what if his beautiful face was partially shaded and like his hat has a little nick in it and then that allows the lighting to hit his like bone structure? That would be great. Mm, I think That's right. He just has two two pistols instead. That's How are right. they strapped on? Um, I, they're just hip pistols, unfortunately. He doesn't have the, the, you know, the sexy underarm thing. Okay, okay, well, do the hip pistols, do they have the sexy like thigh garter included? I don't think so. I think like they're, they're not big pistols. They're just like kind of regular, regular size ones. And it's just like ye old. Yeah. yeah, they're like kind of cowboy pistols. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like he can only shoot one, like... Bullet at a time? Is it one bullet at a time Then he has to reload? Does he have to reload with, like, you know, the, the stick and the... No, no. He just, like, he, he, he shoots and then he puts another bullet in the gun and then he shoots again. Okay. Yeah. Idris. Yeah. The, he doesn't seem... Yeah, he doesn't seem to put any gunpowder or anything in it. It's just a single bullet, so... I don't know enough about guns. If... If someone from Earth brought a gun, uh-huh. would they just become the best? Yes. Does Cheekbone Man have guns? He does not seem to, but he has magic. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's kind of because Idris is like the gunslinger, it's kind of implied that he's the only one with guns. Okay. Oh, actually, yes, there's a good bit about the guns. We'll, 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 get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Yes. Um, where were we? The demon portal. Things are solvable with guns. Yes. And then we go back to New York and the kid's parents come home and Cheekbones is in the kitchen cooking chicken. Oh. And he's like, I hope you don't mind. We don't have chicken where I come from. (laughs) Would you like a threesome? No, he doesn't do that. He kills the stepdad. Listen. (laughs) I'm not seeing any negatives to Cheekbones here. Yeah. Like, mum's like, oh shit, you're the guy from my kid's spooky drawings. This kid must be a really good artist. He really is. Like everyone's really recognizable in these drawings. Huh. Yeah. He's 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 good at this. Yeah. And then yeah, you know, he tells the stepdad to stop breathing and he does. 
because he can do that. <laughs> this man's a one-trick pony. He's a, he is a bit, yeah. Um, and he like looks at his the mum's memories of the kid, and like you know does some mind fuckery. He's like, oh, maybe you should have listened to your kid, and maybe he wouldn't have disappeared. I'm going to be evil for no reason. Oh. Yeah. It's guilt trip, you. Hey, uh, cheekbone man, what's he wearing? Black. <laughs> All black. Oh, okay. yeah. He's just got like a regular like button down shirt that he wears open too far. And, oh, like, does he have like a sexy V neck? He's got a sexy V. Ooh, this yeah, is that's very how you can different. tell his villainous. See, I'm used to villains doing like the high neck collar. That's that is a, also a villain look. No, he's just got like a, a slimline button down black shirt. Is it shiny? With like several buttons of it. It's not shiny, I don't think. And like black pants, and sometimes he's got a big black coat. Okay. Yeah, he's the man in black. What he's pretty saucy. He's pretty saucy. And his shoes? I Boots? Not, not, notice, not oh. noticeable enough Okay, for me to notice. Fair. He's, yeah, he's kind of fairly generic, like, evil businessman looking guy. Okay. Yeah. Does he have the evil businessman hair from the 80s? He doesn't have, he's just, he's just got like a kind of fairly regular, like, men's cut. Okay. It's pretty boring. It just <laughs> has the thing where he's got like the kind of mostly shaved head and the stubble. It's a good look. Well, what isn't? It's true. Cats. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stop bringing up cats. We have to stop bringing up cats. Yes. Uh, and then we go back to Fantasy World and they've gotten to the town and it's all like ramshackle. Okay. Because everyone's poor, I guess, and uh, they find. Uh, a seer and like everyone's really impressed by Idris because apparently he's visibly a gunslinger I guess they can see his guns I mean he does have two guns (laughs) (laughs) now that I didn't actually think about that but yes I guess they could just see that he owns guns and they're like he sure is a guy with guns it's almost like (laughs) the guns are a necessary part of the gunslinger shut up (laughs) so we're back at the mesa and cheekbones has like a really cool library bit, mm. and like a big, big old study in there, like a cool villain. And he's like, here's my evil plan. I'm going to lay it all out to you, my minions. I want this kid because of his, his cool mind powers and I, they can definitely take down the tower because I guess that's what he was using the kids for. I mean, I feel like that was <laughs> obvious from the beginning. I yes. Yes, this is true. But I, I know this, this kid's really strong and he sends trackers out after the kid and implies a a long like backstory between him and Idris, like they've been trying to kill each <laughs> they other. Have for boyfriends. Free. They they've been enemies for a long time, which is almost the same thing. It's true. It's really annoying because like there's they 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 keep implying that there's like this this long backstory of being enemies, but that it's it doesn't actually ever go anywhere. Oh, it's like. Like, Cheekboneman goes over to, like, a table and he picks up a little box and he opens it and there's a bullet in there and he's like, he and Idris have been fighting for centuries or whatever. Mm. And then he just, like, it never comes up again. Well, that's a wrap on that, folks. Like, Idris's whole quest is to get revenge on Cheekbones for the death of his father and Cheekbones is just, like, doing his own thing, trying to destroy the tower over here. Do you think Cheekbones only ever uses the don't... don't breathe power on dads. Like, do you think that's a limitation of his power? He does only ever use it on dads yeah. in the movie. Yeah, like, I mean, statistically speaking, there's a correlation. There is. Maybe that's a dad-specific power. Do you think Stephen King entirely... had some uh, daddy issues? He just had some parent issues in general. I'm not very familiar with his work. Like, I know Carrie, as many people do. And that has some mum issues. I mean, the only one I really know is, is it Muriel? 
The one where she keeps the writer hostage in a house and breaks his legs because she loves his writing? I don't know that one. <laughs> I feel like that's a Stephen King. I think it was turned into a play. Right. Anyway, they've been, they've been enemies for a very long time and therefore I ship it. Because <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we go back to the ramshackle town and the heel of air is like, Idris, your demon stab is infected. Please stop shooting things. With your please, please, sir. Stop shooting. Oh, no, my door. Sir, please. I needed that. To- oh, no, my window. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Idris. It just starts going everywhere. No. And then, like, yeah, you know, he's got, like, the yelled black veins spreading to his oh, arm yeah. thing. Yeah. It's just, you know, regular demon infection. And then the seer, like, reads the kid's mind and finds out where the villain has been hiding. And it's, like, six months travel away. But luckily portals exist. But Cheekbones is in charge of the portals. I can't believe the government was evil. It's shocking, I know. It's such a twist. It's such a twist, yes. Um, so then they, 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 there's, like, a whole discussion and they basically figure out that they need to go back to New York and break into the Skinman base there in order to portal over to the Skinman base in the Mesa. Is the Skinman base the one with the guy that, like, licked the blood? Yes. Okay. That's the, the, the you know, the cyberpunk lair in New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the town is like, well, you know, we, we, I guess we can let you use our portal to get back to New York, but Cheekbones will know because he's in charge for the portals and we're not allowed to, but we'll help you anyway because you're a gunslinger and we have to... Do what gunslingers say it's the law how does cheekbones know Technology? when portal like does he get like an email mail? <laughs> he has a minion that tells him that portals are happening is the minion an email memo <laughs> it's, it's possible it's just a regular dude in like a sweater <laughs> oh larry it's it's larry it's larry and walter it's it's you know it's it's q cyberpunk q ah delightful <laughs> absolutely uh yes and there's then there's you know like some whole kind of discourse about Idris's tragic backstory and like he's not a gunslinger anymore because gunslingers like have vowed to protect the tower and now he only wants revenge and but the town will help him anyway like there's a, it's fine there's a we whole gunslinger care. backstory there's a whole gunslinger backstory that has no uh, uh, that doesn't doesn't matter to the plot whatsoever except it makes Idris slightly angstier. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Kill your gunslingers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then the masked swordsman attack the town. Okay. <laughs> Wait, uh, the master swordsman? The masked swordsman. Oh, the mask. Yes. I thought you just meant like a whole group of really good swordsmen are just like, hey, fuck you No, no. The swordsman with masks on attack mm-hmm. the town and like s- destroy the generator and set fires and cause general mayhem and Cheekbones is watching in his crystal ball because he has those. He has a crystal ball. He actually, it's, it's not like a crystal ball. He's got like a, a like a little crystal ball, like okay. fist size, and then it like projects an image. Oh yeah. You know, fantasy. Fantasy. <laughs> um, oh yes, and, and then Cheekbones goes off on, on a little rant about Idris again, and he's like, ah, he's got his guns. You know, those guns were forged from a, a sword, a famous sword of one of his ancestors. I believe it was called Excalibur. What the fuck? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so now we just have random, like, ah, Arthur's here too. Yes, yes. Apparently, King Arthur was one of Idris's ancestors. I can't believe and Idris also a gun. is the rightful king. Idris is the, the leader of, king of Britain. England. And it's not. It's 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 not explained in the movie whether this is like alternate universe King Arthur or like Keystone Earth King Arthur. 
Do we see any other worlds? Is it just no? Okay. We only like it, it, we know that the other worlds exist, but we only see those two. Okay. Yes. Um. Yes. So Idris's guns were forged from Excalibur. That's just why they're fancy, I guess. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I've got uh, nothing to say on that. Cool. <laughs> Yes. Um, you know, the, the swordsman nab the kid, and then Idris is like, ah, oh, my gun-based superpowers must come into effect now. He like So he goes, he goes very still mm. in the middle of this town of, like, screaming and fire and mayhem, and he, like, listens real hard. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you, like, you can hear his heart. Like, this, this is a whole, like, two-minute sequence. Ugh. You can hear Idris's heartbeat, and then he, like, you know, like, there's all the... Like you kind of zoom in all the different things that are happening in the town and they all go quiet mm. one by one. And then he's like, oh, I can hear the kid calling my name and I can hear his captor, his footsteps. <laughs> and then he like puts out his arm with the gun and without looking from like 200 meters away, mm. shoots the captor in the head. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> through, through sound alone because he has gun-based superpowers. <laughs> It's very silly. What? It's great. What? He can, look, you can listen real good, but only if he... Idris is a good listener, but he will shoot your problems. <laughs> Correct. Which is all you want in a man, really. I mean, yeah, I've got no other requirements. <laughs> and then they get make it through the portal. Cool. It's fine. They fix the generator, they fight off the swordsman, whatever. Nice. Mm-hmm. And the portal leads to a commercial kitchen in New York. And it just is like, these men have knives. Time to shoot. And the kid's like, please don't. <laughs> so please, please do not shoot. Yeah, yeah. And there's like various like middle of New York shenanigans. Mm. They're like, well, we have to get you to hospital. You've got demon infections. We have to put like smuggle your guns in in a plastic bag. Because apparently this is, this is, no, this is 2017. Surely they, they've got, like, they're checking for guns and shit. In a hospital. I don't this know. This is America. I, they do it in high schools, but maybe hospitals are okay? Maybe not. I just, like, they take the guns into the hospital, they just hide them in a plastic bag. I maybe, feel like they'd have better Maybe you can't visibly carry weapons in a hospital, but, like... Maybe not. I don't actually know if New York's an open carry kind of place. I don't think it is. Anyway. Whatever. of us know this. Whatever. Yes. They smuggle these guns into the hospital, and, like, the demon infection is just instantly cured by antibiotics, because it's just a regular infection, <laughs> I guess. Okay, but regular infections don't get cured immediately either. No. I don't know how long he's been there. It just kind of cuts to he's there with a, a needle in his arm and he's like, I'm, I feel fine now. <laughs> Thank you. And Goodbye. like the doctor turns up and he's like, well, your infection's fine now. And we also found traces of hepatitis A and B and E and chronic radiation sickness. <laughs> Sarah, have you been living in a fantasy bullshit world? <laughs> Can't believe this. Yeah, yeah. And here's your bill. Well, he, he he's like, good, I'm cured. We leave now. Here is a single coin for you, Dr. Lady. We're leaving. Ah, <laughs> uh, because, but, yes. And the kid gives him some Coca-Cola and he really enjoys sugar because I guess he hasn't had sugar before. I feel like Coca-Cola... If you've never had anything like it, would be terrible. I don't know. It is very sweet. It's sweet, but it's also like that fizzy burning sensation. Yeah. So like if all you've ever had is like water and milk. Yeah. And you tasted that. Like I don't like Coke all that much as a person who's consumed it before. I quite like it. Hmm. I don't know. I don't I know, I think man. this is where yes. our friendship ends. <laughs> Idris has never had sugar before and he enjoys it. 
It's just the feeling of your teeth rotting, isn't this it? Is true. Mm, so good. Mm, mm, absolutely. Yes. And he's like, wow, I haven't felt this good in years because he's like had some painkillers and some caffeine. Yeah. It's like, wow, welcome to the modern world, Idris. And then they're, like, they're on the bus and the kid's like, oh, I have an idea. Let's go find that homeless guy from before who seemed to know what was going on. And it turns out the homeless guy was one of the kids with the shine, like the psychic oh, yeah. powers that was taken to power the laser beams mm. and somehow escaped, I guess, and got back to New York. But wasn't York. the laser beam place in? Yeah, it's in the other world. So fuck, it, fuck if I know how the... How do you get a was... portal? I don't know. What the? It's never explained. He's Sir! Just, he's back in New York somehow. What are your secrets? It's fine. Okay. It's fine. No! And then the kid's like, well, do you mind if I steal your memories, sir? And he's like, finds out where the kids were taken. Oh, yeah. Um, and then he goes back home because he's like, I need to ask the internet about this again. Can't go anywhere else. Absolutely. He needs. He has There's one no library. and it's the internet. Absolutely not. Um, Wait, and th- this is 2017. Does he have a fucking mobile? He does not. I had a mobile in 2017. He's he's 12 in New York in 2017. You'd think he'd have a smartphone. Mm. But no, he doesn't. Yeah. It's fine. Well, this is uh, unbelievable at this point. <laughs> I can't suspend my disbelief now. Absolutely. So he goes home and his stepdad's body is there and also a pile of ash in the shape of his mum. Oh, the mum died? The mum died. It wasn't shown in the previous scene. Okay. He gets home and he's like, oh shit, my parents are dead. Again? And... and Cheekbones is written like "Hello there, smiley face" on the wall, because oh, you know he's villainous. <laughs> and villains love villains. Villains love emoticons. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and and then they're in some random warehouse, and Idris is like, "Listen, you're an angsting child, and I'm your Me dad too. now. Oh. So I'm going to teach you how to shoot." <laughs> Because he has one superpower. He has one superpower. He has one superpower, and it's shooting. And there's like a whole gunslinger's creed. That he teaches the kid that's like, I do not aim with my hand, I aim with my eye. And I, you know, guns don't kill people. Gunslingers kill people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, thing, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the scene's supposed to be a whole big deal and there's, like, big music behind it because Idris is like, maybe I am a gunslinger after all. And should Was that in question? Yeah, yeah, there was, like, discourse about it because he wanted revenge more than he wanted to protect the tower so he wasn't a gunslinger anymore but now he's like i've remembered the creed maybe i am a gunslinger it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but yeah like they're reciting the creed together because apparently the kid just knows it with psychic powers and then the kid's like a perfect shot immediately okay (laughs) you know he's fine protagonist lad they're always a protagonist powers yes and then they go and hold up a gun store for bullets you know it just (laughs) has solved his supply issues it's true but it's a trap. Oh no! Wait, this one gun store is a trap? Yes. Did they trap every other gun store? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know how Cheekbones knew which gun store they were going to go to. He felt it in his heart. He did. They've been enemies he did. for centuries. <laughs> he just you know knows that? where you he is. You just know where your enemy is? You just know where your enemy I sure do. <laughs> Who's your enemy, Lord? The table from me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Aww. Aww. Yep. So like it's 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 a it's a trap that is like immediately dealt with because oh. like cheekbones is only there in like an illusion of him. So there's no stakes. So there's no like the the gun store owner's like, oh no, he's making me shoot you, and then Idris immediately knocks him out. Okay. And cheekbones is like, oh, I've sent my illusion to taunt you with some guilt stuff, and Idris is like, I'm just ignoring you, and I've escaped now. I always like <laughs> when the protagonist is like, yeah, nah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and like kid, like 
kid runs off and gets kidnapped by some skin men, but Idris is like directly behind him, so it's fine. Mm-mm-mm. So it's a very low stakes trap. Nice. And then they're in the cyberpunk den and the kid's been kidnapped and Cheekbones is actually there and he's like, I'm taking you through the portal and hooking you up to the machine. Oh, yeah. And, but Idris is like right there behind them and there's like a whole hall full of cyberpunk I just people. like it. It's like, I'm doing this thing. Idris was there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was just standing next to you. I didn't notice him. Fuck. <laughs> he's been lurking behind a pillar this whole time. Idris, please. No, no. Yeah, like, like kids in, like, a, a, a kidnapping movie and he's being hooked up to this big machine, mm. like, bullshit magic, and, and Idris is, like, in a, in, a, in a subterfuge kind of spy movie doing, like, Mission Impossible with the guards outside. Do, 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 do. Like, killing them with knives so it's quiet. <laughs> if he kills with a knife, is he even a gunslinger? I don't think so. I don't think it counts. He's lost his way so quickly. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, he's like, well, I need to get through the portal to get to the kid, but there's a whole hall full of cyberpunks that I need to kill, and mm. he does with his guns. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. The the, the cyberpunk people do have machine guns, but apparently... Hey! Just... <laughs> hey, that's cheating! <laughs> it's not cheating, because Idris's two hand two two cowboy handgun gun powers two go- two cowboy can 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 <laughs> yes so the can it's just his can can powers his can can are apparently sufficient to just kill an entire hall full of people but doesn't he have to reload every he does bo- <laughs> he does it like while flipping in midair it's fine he's got superpowers don't question it okay at, at some point he like Shoots a barrel of oil that's there, and there's an explosion, and he kills some more people. I don't know enough about oil. Yeah, to say that's not how it works. It's, look, there's there's a whole action scene, and Idris kills a bunch of people, and there are no repercussions. Okay, is basically what happens. I mean, that's just typical Hollywood yeah. at this point. Yes, exactly. And the kids like in the chair, and they're like, "Sir, the laser isn't happening," and he's like, "He's resisting the machine, and he's holding the portal open with his mind powers so that Idris can come and save him." So his cheekbones is like, "Well, I'm going to have to go out and fight Idris myself, I guess." I guess. <laughs> I guess our faces will have to get real close. Mm. <laughs> Have a few like real tense close-up shots. Absolutely. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen. He just what? He just fights Idris with like telekinesis. <sighs> Idris shoots at him. He's like, ah, oh, rocks. Ah, <laughs> oh, rocks. Here's a big pipe, and here's some glass that I'm gonna shoot at you. And also, I'm gonna catch. He he goes through like all these different things. Like you could have just kept the rocks. The rocks were working. He just he just keeps going with. To- to different, cooler, stronger things. And then, okay. like, he catches the bullets and he throws them back at Idris and, like, he the, he makes the roof cave in and crushes him under a girder. And then, like, you know, all is lost, but then the kid's like, Idris, remember your creed or whatever. And then he, he does, like, this trick shot Ooh. to kill Cheekbones. So, like, he, he shoots a bullet at Cheekbones yeah. and he goes to catch it. Like he does all the other bullets, and then Idris does like a trick shot off a wall, hits the bullets on an hits the other bullets yeah. with his second bullet yeah. on an angle and like knocks it past his hand into his chest. Oh yeah. And I guess that's how cheekbones dies. I guess that's how cheekbones dies. Yeah. Well he doesn't die then, he falls down because he's got a bullet in him and then Idris like just shrugs off the girder and puts several bullets in his head. Okay. It's a strangely low-stakes final confrontation. Sometimes. 
you build up and then yes. it's disappointing. It's, it's just disappointing. And then he like, you know, shoots the laser machine and the kid's free and the lair blows up and like the skies are clear and the tower is whole and they come out in the street and all these people are helping each other in the wake of an earthquake and Idris is like, well, I have to fuck off now, but it's all right because I'm your dad now. Come with me. You're a gunslinger. I guess his parents are dead. His parents are dead and... <sighs> That's the jer- Wait, no... Parents being dead is not the dream. <laughs> yes, Sasha. But I mean, like, having a random shadowy figure adopt you and then, like, take you to a world where there's no capitalism. It's true. He just killed the only capitalist in that world. And now you're in, like, a sort of semi-developed country, but, you know, it's still real green. Totally. Is that the dream or is that just a, a different set of nonsense? It's, it's the nicer nonsense. I guess so. Anyway, yeah, they, they portal off into the unknown and that's the end of the movie. Wait, that's the end? That's the end. Okay, I'm... <laughs> I don't ha- My feelings, they're like, cool. Yeah. I feel I've been tantalized, I've been teased, and nothing's been delivered. Yeah, yeah. What would you rate it? Hmm. I think I'd rate it a, a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10? 6 out of 10. Yeah. It's reasonable, but nothing special. Yeah. Unmemorable. No. Unmemorable. That's it. Yes. So my, uh, my, my recommendation this episode, going off the Stephen King train, is Carry the Musical. Carry the Musical? Surprisingly good. Oh. How do they do the blood? See, I've only listened to the soundtrack. So your recommendation is something you've never <laughs> my seen? My recommendation is a musical album of Carrie the Musical, if in fact you're into musical theatre. Have you seen the original movie? I have, and I've also seen the remake, the more modern one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the original one was better. Cool. Cool. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Popcorn Fort. If you have any movie recs, hilarious anecdotes, or if you just want to chat to us, Hit us up on Twitter at PopcornFort or email us at PopcornFort at gmail.com. Our logo is by the talented Horberries, whose other work we will link in the show notes. Tune in next week for more nonsense. <laughs>